Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Whenever you might be listening to this, this is the Buzzed Pucks Podcast. I'm Bert. I'm Clay. And we're here in season three season of this podcast, three, unbelievably, to get you ready for the NHL season. We're about a month out. Yep. And uh, you know what time it is. Time for football division. started. Football did start yesterday. <laughs> That's weird. That's when we recorded these last year, too. Yeah. Um, and we're here to get you ready for the NHL season. Yes, we are. But before we get into all of that, what are we drinking, Clay? We are drinking Dogfish Head. So it is September 11th. The summer is almost over. Still hot as balls. Still hot as balls. So let's get one more summer beer in before it's officially fall. This is the Mandarin and Mango Crush yeah. beer. Dogfish. Looks good. So. And uh, just a reminder, in case there's any <coughs> new listeners to the podcast coming Excuse in, uh, this podcast is realistically just supposed to be you hanging out with a couple of buddies, having a couple of beers, and talking about hockey. Yes. That's what the feel is supposed to be, and I hope we can bring that Whether to you. Whether or not you agree with us. Whether or not you agree with us. And our I don't dumb want to hear about it. <laughs> and uh-huh. our dumb... Hey, some of them are profound. Some. <laughs> Few. Uh, but this is... Ooh, that's good. Dogfish Head is out of Delaware. That's good. All right. Well, before we get into... I love Orange Crushes. It's good, yeah. Have you had an Orange Crush? Like the soda? No, it's a, um, it's orange juice, triple sec, and vodka. It's a great summer I don't know that beverage. I have, actually. It's yummy. I don't know that I have. Um, so this week we're going to start with everybody's favorite division, the Metropolitan Division, the Metrodome. Metro-dome. We might as well start with them just because we're gonna uh, start since with, next week we're going to do the, the Atlantic and finish Yeah, off yeah, of course. Uh, uh, we might as well start with them because they had a big blockbuster trade since yep. the last time we spoke. And, uh, you know, this division is just genuinely t- Six pretty two good teams and then two pretty bad teams. Mm-hmm. So, um, But before we get to that, we have some trades to go over. Let's go over the big blockbuster trade I just mentioned. Ladies and gentlemen, you might remember me ranting and raving about this during the last few episodes uh, of last season. Eric Carlson was traded to Montreal Canadiens. No, he wasn't. That was, he didn't actually get traded to Montreal. Damn. He got traded to the Pittsburgh Penguins ah. uh, in a three-team trade that did involve the Montreal Canadiens. So uh, let's go over it really quick. Uh, the three-team trades can get a little confusing, but let's start with Pittsburgh. They got Eric Carlson with uh, 13% retained. That's $1.5 million off of his uh, cap hit, but that's a $10 million cap hit for Pittsburgh. Yep. Uh, Dylan Hamiliuk, who is a just some prospect. random prospect. A 2026 third round pick from San Jose. And from Montreal, they got Rem Pitlick. San Jose. San Jose. Got Mike Go Hoffman back. From Montreal. From Montreal. Who San Jose traded him to Montreal in the first place. Yes. No. Yes. 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 When Eric Carlson got traded from. Where was he traded? No, I thought he was traded from Ottawa to, to San Jose to Florida. To Montreal. You to were Montreal. Correct. You were yeah. correct. But, but his, I mean, roundabout, yeah. His second stint in San Jose. He was there for like an hour. Right. Yeah. Um, They got Mikko Grantland and Jan Ruda from Pittsburgh. Yes, they did. And a first round pick from Pittsburgh, which is next year's top 10 protected. Clay talking to your mic. 
<laughs> I'm eating my mic. How about that? That's mu- that dude, that's so much better. Yeah. <laughs> I hate this. Um, the fact that Pittsburgh got out of Grandland's cap is amazing. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. We'll talk about Montreal in one second. Pittsburgh came Paris perilously close to trading all of their bad players for a future Hall of Fame player. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that uh, that condition on that first-round draft pick is it is a top-10 protected pick. And if that happens, I don't think it'll happen, but if it happens... Not with this um, move. It moves to 2025 pick instead. And our final team in the three-team trade, the Montreal Canadiens, received from Pittsburgh Jeff Petrie at 25% retained. He's back, guys. He's ba- Well... He's yeah, back, guys. T- t- for now. He's back, guys. He's back, guys. Casey DeSmith, Nathan Laguerre, and a 2025 second-round pick from Pittsburgh. Um, with this trade, Pittsburgh not only got a future Hall of Famer in Eric Carlson that you could debate they may or may not have actually needed to add right. to their team, um, but he also <laughs> cleared $3 million, ca- $3 million <laughs> off their cap, which is nuts. I hate the Kyle Dubas. Is their GM. Kyle Dubas, baby, dropping bombs in here. <sighs> yeah, so Eric Carlson is a penguin, as was rumored. Um, you know, the uh, the other rumored team was the, the the Hurricanes Yep, that were in on him, but uh, Pittsburgh. But I, I don't know. It seemed like the Hurricanes weren't seriously in on him. Not to the level that Pittsburgh was. I, I wonder if they were just in it trying to drive up the price to stop him from going to Pittsburgh. That makes, potentially. The, most, that makes the most sense. Um, not that Pittsburgh's a huge threat to Carolina, but maybe a, a bigger threat, certainly, now. But Anything's hap- Anything can happen in the playoffs, baby. Anything can happen with a Pittsburgh team that is old, but has three future Hall of Famers and one maybe Hall of Famer. In, in Latang is the yeah. maybe Hall of Famer. But Carlson, Malkin, and Crosby... Absolutely Hall of Famers. So Carlson joins the team. Carlson joins the team. Tore his Achilles. Now, hold on. <laughs> Let's be fair. It was only Matt Cook who did that, and it was an accident. Who was on the Penguins? Who was on the Penguins? No, it... It, it was an accident. No, that... One, it, it did happen against the Penguins. Say what you will about Matt Cook, because... I don't think he did that on purpose. That one... No, no. It, there's no way he did that on purpose. No. So there you go. That's the big blockbuster trade. Um, that happened on August 6th. Um, I mean, there's only four trades, so let's let's mention all of them. Uh, David Kasha yep. got traded to Philadelphia of Carolina. Got traded to no of Phila of Philly of Philadelphia of Philly. Got traded to Carolina for Massimo Rizzo, which is a awesome, great name. Awesome. I hope. Well, I almost said I hope it, I hope he becomes a regular NHL player, but not a star because right. he's on the Flyers. Um. So yeah, those are. AHL guys, Prospect junior guys, AHL yeah. guys, yeah. Um, and then shout out to my downstairs neighbors for I don't know moving huge pieces of furniture, all right of now. the furniture. And then moving on, Jeff Petrie did not stay in Montreal for very long. No, he did not. Um, what is that? A week, nine days nine after days. being traded to Montreal, he got traded to the Detroit Red Wings. Fifty uh, percent at fifty percent retained. So uh, that's fifty percent of the already retained from Pittsburgh. So his cap hit is only $2.3 million mm-hmm. uh, for Detroit. He's signed, I think, a few more years. But, you know, that's not bad. He, I, People gave Petrie crap, like Penguin fans did. Uh, but that was like because they were mad at not making the playoffs. He actually didn't play that bad for the Penguins no, last year. No, but... He was just not what they needed. 
Matheson just got the the assistant captain for Montreal. Yeah, so that's who they traded. I mean, for. if they had just kept Matheson instead yes. of Petrie, I don't even know if they would have made the Eric Carlson. Well, I don't know. I I can't. I don't want to. Sp- I don't. You don't know need, about no. that. But um, anyway, so he's on Detroit. Detroit sent Gustav Lindstrom and a 2025th conditional fourth round pick to Montreal for him. Well, Detroit needed defensive help. Yeah. Detroit, their yeah. defense was bad last year, so yeah, uh, this is a little bit of help. We'll see if Detroit can make it through more than like the first third of the year, being like, oh, maybe they'll be in the playoffs until they tank down real hard. So start the first third of the year at the top of the division, and then and then just fall off. A cliff. Somehow, just end up near the bottom, you know. Fall off a cliff. And a pretty shrewd move by Montreal. They flipped yeah. Petrie pretty fast. Uh, they got a younger defenseman in Gustav Lindstrom. And a, and a fourth-round pick that right. uh, is the higher of the... No, I'm sorry, the later of the two fourth-round picks that Detroit has that year. Yes. And then our last trade that happened between the last time we recorded... Matthews. Go ahead, yeah. Uh, Anaheim Ducks get Ilya Lubushkin from the Buffalo Sabres for a 2025 fourth-round pick. Yep, I mean, that's fine. Yeah, Lubushkin's... I think he's more of a defensive defenseman, he right? Is so a he's not like defensive. a... He's not flashy, but he helps. So, yep. and, and Anaheim's defense, I think, was the worst defense in the league. Yes, by it was. Far last yes, year. It was. So, hopefully, he can help with that. All right. So, those are the trades. Um, no real big signings since the. A few extensions, but yeah. uh, we'll get to those as we get to the teams. Yeah. Uh, no big real free agent signings. Um, oh, there's a couple trades that haven't happened. Uh, there's there's some speculated trades and there are but there's like two big ones I could think for Winnipeg that have not happened right um, uh, Hellebuck and Shifley are still, are still on, on Winnipeg um, so we'll see camp starts next week also Calgary is expected to make some moves maybe with Hannafin oh yeah Hannafin is still on Calgary and so is uh, Lindholm Lindholm and who else? They had there was like another guy at Calgary. No, Backland. Oh, Backland, yeah. Yeah. And um, those guys told them that they're not going to resign, so I don't know. Uh, but who knows? So we'll see if anything happens between now and when the season starts, but those guys might just start the season on those two teams. I so. mean, or they just could be great deadline day bait. Sure, sure. I mean, Winnipeg did make the playoffs last year, and Calgary came perilously close to they, making the playoffs. They would so. have made the playoffs if they were in if the they, East. They would have made the playoffs if they won any of the 35 games that they lost games? by. I think it was more than that. Wasn't oh, it like 20 or 30? Was, 17 was their overtime, overtime losses. Yeah, some ridiculous stat last year for Calgary. Um, <laughs> all right, should have won at least some of those games, mm-hmm. and they just didn't. Um yeah, so I, we'll see. Um, let's move on to some player retirements. There, yes. were, there were quite a few. Uh, Marcus Nudevara, who was last of the San Jose Sharks, but he also played on Columbus, mm-hmm. uh, among a few other teams, has announced his retirement. Darren Helm. Darren Helm, last of, uh, he was on Colorado these past few years, has uh, did retired. Did he play at all last year? Or like I'm not one sure. or two games? Maybe a few games. Yeah. yeah I, I, not, not too much. Uh, Michael Stone, last, Calgary. Of, last of Calgary. Um, has retired. Patrick Hornquist has officially retired. That has to do with concussions, unfortunately. Not the way you want anybody to go out. Some of these are not the way you want some of these guys no. to go out. But 
Patrick Hornquist, I love him. He was great on the Penguins. I hate him. He was great on the Penguins. (laughs) Yeah, he was. Uh, And he was good in Florida for a couple of years until those concussions really started hampering him. It was just this, the concussion at the beginning of the season this past year. Yeah, that was it. Uh, Tomas Grice has retired. The goalie. The goalie. Uh, He's a journeyman. He is a journeyman. He last played on St. Louis this past year, but Mm -hmm. he played on the Penguins. He played on the Islanders for a while. He's played on several teams. I think he might have played on Detroit for a while. Um, last year. He's been on several teams. Two years ago, I guess. Now. Uh, Nate Thompson, mm-hmm. last of fl- last played on the Philly Flyers, has retired. And now the biggest one. Patrice Bergeron. Patrice Bergeron officially retired. And his buddy, David Krejci. So there goes both your number one and number two centers from Boston. But somehow, they'll still have 100 points, I feel like. No? I don't think so this year. We'll get to that That's next That's what we episode. said last year. Yeah, but then <laughs> Krejci came back. That's true. So, uh, but Bergeron and Krejci next episode. have officially retired. So Pavel Zaka is their number one center. Oh, boy. Which is... <laughs> That's a big drop. Think about That's all bad. of the number one centers in the Atlantic. And Pavel Zaka is one of them. Yep. Oh, boy. Uh, Jonathan Bernier has officially retired. Mm-hmm. Jonas Donskoy has also retired. That is also concussion-related, yes. unfortunately. Yes, it is. Carl Haglin has retired. Not concussion-related, but eye injury-related. That happened two years ago. Yeah, he really tried, but... He, and you know. while he was... He got the hip resurfacing surgery last yeah. year. It was one of those things where it probably was like... This eye... He really tried to come back. This eye is basically done. Yeah. Might as well get this hip taken care of while uh while i'm on a team (laughs) insurance yeah Yeah. um well you know you know what the kind of uh poetic thing about it is is him and patrick hornquist are actually very good friends so yeah you know what they got to retire swedish buddies yeah swedish buddies retired the same they might have they might have like did a joint announcement uh michael delzato has also retired Mm -hmm. i'll be completely honest i did not realize he was still (laughs) in the league Uh, he was on anaheim last year apparently uh, and Andrew Ladd, who has been LTIR retired right, he for a few years, but he is officially retired now. Yesterday. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Literally yesterday. So. So, yeah. Um, and one last uh, news note. Um, now, we don't know what mm-hmm. is coming out, but the investigation into the 2018 Canadian World Junior Team um, for sexually assaulting a lady is supposedly going to come out sometime soon yeah and no one knows who that is going to affect nobody does i mean people know who were on that team there are players that were on that team that have an alibi that they weren't they weren't even in the, the country when this when this allegedly happened who was who was that one was it it's mccarr it was mccarr yeah it was there was a few that were like i was in florida right that day i have like travel receipts I, you know here was my passport stamp. yeah my like <laughs> mccarr there was there's a was lot of not like, in the country good young players that were like on that team and maybe something yeah there's not a lot good of good, happened, young, so. good young players who their careers might be over yeah. depending on what happens with this investigation um yeah we know it's sports their career won't be over well i mean they'll just go play in europe probably um yeah, so we don't know. We're not going to speculate on anything that's going to come out. But uh, that is supposed to come out probably before the season starts. We'll it would be nice if it came out before, like, camps start. Yeah. Because I'm sure the teams that these guys are on would like are waiting, too, mm-hmm. and are waiting to be like, 
should we like terminate this guy's contract right. or what? But we'll see. We'll see. Maybe that'll come out. Maybe we'll get to talk about it on mm-hmm. the show. But let's get to the Metropolitan Division. Are you excited, Clay? I hate this division <laughs> so much. All right. So what we're going to do for these, uh, I think, is a little bit different than last year. We're going to go over the key additions um, from free agency slash extensions that yep. might have happened. Uh, just the big extensions. Nothing like we're not going to do every single thing that the, these did, but like not every little, not AHL. every AHL or you know in betweener guy, but. Um, so when we go through this, I would like to remind everybody for the next four episodes, uh, the cap only went up by one million dollars, and weirdly, a lot of teams didn't do that much this off season. Right. So you the, the, go ahead. If you listen to like our season or team recaps for uh, the previous, the end of last season, you'll you're mostly caught up. But pretty much. But we're going to remind you. Right. You know, we'll just we'll do a quick reminder. And uh, we're gonna, I'm going to do it in alphabetical order. As always, Clay will pick some order that he has decided on. He's, he doesn't know. I he hasn't done anything I, yet. I don't know. <laughs> so we're going to start with the Carolina Hurricanes. Who won this division last year? Go ahead. I haven't done anything, and I have to buy new notebooks. The world is my oyster. <laughs> <laughs> the world is my oyster. The Carolina Hurricanes, who went 52-21-9 last year for 113 points. First place in the Metropolitan Division, lost in the Eastern Conference Final. They did good. They did until they ran until they ran into the Florida. bus of uh, Florida. Yeah, but, Florida was just on a heater in the Eastern uh, playoffs. But they hurt Florida so bad that they couldn't compete. They with, did, <laughs> and then that. Vegas just took them out. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, oh yeah. As a reminder, Vegas won the Stanley Cup last year. In yep. case you forgot. Um, so, Stanley as, Cup was in the Sioux Nation yesterday. Ooh, that's kind of cool. First time. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Zach Whitecloud. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Their key additions in this offseason, Carolina actually did quite a bit of wheeling and dealing. They added Jesper Faust in free agency, two years, $2.4 million per. Dimitri Orloff, big signing, two years, $7.75 million per. What? You look confused already. I thought Faust was already on the team. Mm Mm-mm. He was on the team last year. Where was he before? The Devils? Oh, red team. My bad. I think. I might be wrong. Well, he signed with Carolina. Yeah, he's in Carolina <laughs> now. Uh, they also signed Michael Bunting. That was a pretty big signing. Three years, $4.5 million. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I wrote this just because I thought it was funny. They signed Brendan Lemieux uh, to a one-year 800 <sighs> game. <laughs> that, that boy got bricks in his head. <laughs> yeah, and they brought back his best buddy. And they brought back his best buddy, Tony D'Angelo, who... <laughs> They signed for one year, one point six five million, or I'm sorry, one point six seven five million dollars. Here's the thing about D'Angelo. It seems like Rod Brindamore can actually keep him shut the hell up. Yeah. So therefore, this is fine. Yeah. Because he wasn't a problem. No, he wasn't really. A, he wasn't a problem on Carolina. No. He was a problem on the Rangers. He was a problem in Philly. He was like a slight problem in Philly. He wasn't as bad as when he was on the Rangers. He did get benched for the last month. That's because he was fighting with Tortorella, which we called. Which is a problem. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Um, we'll get to his uh, the end of his time in Philly later. But, uh, oh, we already talked about it mm-hmm. at the end of last year. Well, he got, they were going to trade him, but then the NHL was like, no, you can't do that because you just, you guys just 
traded this player back. It hasn't even been a year yet. And they're like, oh, all right, fuck it, we'll just buy him out. So and, and then, then he and then back. they signed in Carolina. Yeah. Which hilariously makes the Flyers look like idiots. It really right. Like uh, I know Holmgren isn't their GM anymore. Now it's now it's Bree Air. Yeah. Uh, you, mean, has, you mean Fletcher? Was it? Oh yeah. Fl- I'm sorry. Holmgren was a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, Fletcher was, was is not their GM anymore, and he was the one that did that trade. But in retrospect, really bad trade for the Flyers. Dude, Fletcher was just a mistake. He was a mistake machine. He was a mistake machine. Yeah. He made um, Hextall look like a good GM for the Penguins. Yeah, right? Right? Yeah, Jesus. Um, uh, and Carolina finished off the summer with an extension for Sebastian Ajo. Five years, $8.46 million. Such a good deal for him. Pretty, it's such a good deal for him. Pretty good deal. Pretty good deal for Takes him till he's 36. Mm-hmm. He'll be like, yes, no. it's a... 31. 31? You can't do math. It's five years. Oh, you said, I thought eight. Nope. nope. That's Sorry. not... You wouldn't be correct anyway. He's 26. Eight plus 26 he's is 34. 34. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing great. Doing We're great, doing y'all. great, baby. Doing great, y'all. We're back, baby. Uh, uh, five years, eight... Whatever million, yeah, it's a great eight, deal. Eight it's a great deal. It's a, great it's a deal. really good deal really for good Ajo. Deal. Um, now, and it's oh, a good I, deal for Carolina too. Just oh, a good deal all yeah. around. So the cap is theoretically going to go up by four million dollars next Here, year. Here's the thing: even if it doesn't go up, oh no, it's good a good deal. deal. It's a good deal anyway. Yeah, but it, it's even better that so. Yeah, great deal. Um, so let's look at uh, their depth charts. These are proposed depth charts by cap friendly. So these are probably not 100% correct uh, because they're not the team released right. depth charts. And they're, they're not going to do that. It's they're, not even camp yet. They're guessing. Yeah, this is just a guess by Cap Friendly um, where, like, I looked at a few of them and I was like, there's no way no. <laughs> that's where that guy's going to play. Uh, but let's do a quick rundown on their top line. Bunting, Ajo, and Jarvis. Pretty good top line. That's a pretty good top line. You got Bunting that can get in the dirty areas and then... Which... Which will free up Jarvis and Ajo. Mm-hmm. They needed somebody like that. Like, mm-hmm. So that's a good, that's a good, that's a good move. Uh, Svechnikov, Svechnikov, Kotkaniemi, and Nechas as Sve- their proposed second line. We'll see how quickly Svechnikov is 100 percent from that ACL. I mean, he's yeah, he's not listed as injured anymore. Well, so well, there's there's difference between not being injured and, and 100% feeling 100 percent. You're right. You're right. So. He might still be like a little ginger on that sure. knee. Sure. So, and it remains to be seen if um, Natchez can also play center. I believe so. Yeah. They might flip flop him mm-hmm. and Cook and Yemi there. Um, going to their third line, Martinook, Stahl, and Faust. It's pretty good. Pretty good, like defensive third line. I yeah, think. they're not. No one's scoring on. Yeah, that they're not going to score a ton. They'll score a little bit, but they're... no, no, but no one's scoring on them. Oh, no one's scoring I mean. on them. I mean, Jordan Stahl is still a very good defensive. Mm-hmm. And so uh, is Martin Hook. Yeah. Oh, I don't think I even mentioned they they resigned Jordan Stahl too. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, I think it was four years, two point nine million, something like that. it's yeah. two point nine million per year. Um, Take him he's thirty nine. Yeah, I'm sure he'll retire at that point. Um, and then their last line, Stefan Nason, Jack Drury, and Tavo Teravainen down there on the fourth line. 
I don't know. I don't yeah. know that he's down there on that fourth line, but they I guess might, we'll see. They might swap him and Martinuk. I know that they've been trying. Th- rumors are that they've been trying to trade Teravainen because $5.4 million for your fourth line fourth line right wing, that's pretty bad. Yeah. You know, so we'll see. Um, I guess they're they're not really in cap crunch. Oh, that doesn't show it here. But um, I'm sure they would like to get out from under that contract. But, yeah. you know. Uh, moving to their defense, their top uh, pairing, according to Cap Friendly, will be Dmitry Orlov and Brett Burns. I don't think that they're going to have Dmitry Orlov and Brett Burns play together. Orlov's better at defense than Burns is, but that's a lot of offensive wheeling and dealing for right. one so defensive like, pairing. Dmitry Orlov is a true two-way mm-hmm. guy. I mean, maybe they will. Brett Burns is an offensive defensive. Yeah, he doesn't play defense almost no. at all. Uh, I mean, maybe. I guess it wouldn't be the worst thing. Uh, moving down to their second line pairing, uh, Brady Shea and Brett Pesci. Now, okay. Brett Pesci, they've talked about trading a bunch. Well, both of them. Oh, yeah, Shea too. That's true, yeah. Because they're on the last year of mm-hmm. their both of them contracts. And but they haven't made that move yet. So, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they're starting there. And then their bottom line is Jacob Slavin. It's, I, that seems crazy to me that Jacob Slavin is no, on the you bottom line you pairing. Put, I think he's he, a, he's I a think top he line probably, probably bumps up to the top with Brett Burns. and Orloff and Pesci. And, and then, then Orloff and Pesci and, and then Shea and D'Angelo. It's probably. That's pretty solid defense. That's a pretty, solid defense. That's a pretty solid defense. Yeah. freaking annoying. Yeah, that's a pretty good defense. And then on top of that, they have a couple of younger guys. Oh, they signed Caleb Jones, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but Chatfield... And Chatfield played pretty well for he them played last very year. played well, yeah. So, yeah. And then uh, at goalies, they have Auntie Ranta and, uh, well, and Freddie Anderson. I think those... They brought them both kinda, back. They, they brought them both back. Both back. And then they have that uh, that kid in the minors, too. Coach Shekoff, is mm-hmm. his name? Where is he? I'm sure he'll be at the top. Or not. Oh, there he is. Yeah, Peter Kuchekov. Watch who, him who play very well. He yeah. is hilarious. Yeah. What do you mean? He's the guy who bench pressed. Is he the guy, the Russian kid who was bench pressing um, the goal after like shutout? Like oh god, shootout? I hope so. That's awesome oh, if it is. <laughs> he, if this is the right kid, if it's not the right kid, there's no, another Russian in the AHL who is who's absolutely do, who's, doing, who's, who's absolutely that. insane and you fun. know what. I hope more guys start doing that because the NHL could use with a bit of attitude to it, you know, a little bit of fun attitude. He makes people so mad. Not like Tony D'Angelo attitude, like like this kind of silly attitude. He you know? makes, like, lied down on his back, brought the goal down <laughs> on top, and bench-pressed it after that stopping, is pretty, like, after yeah. they won in a shootout that or something pretty, like that. That's pretty awesome. That would make me really mad if I was the other team. Oh, man. <laughs> That would make me really mad. All right. Um, yeah, so uh, uh, you got – I have some thoughts on the team. Uh, I think they're going to – Second or – first or second first in or the second division. First or second in the division. Um, coming back should help their scoring, but I don't – they added Orlov and Bunting, but other than that, they didn't really, like, boost their scoring that much. It, it's not uh, Kuchekov. It's not Kuchekov. That's it's, a uh, it's Askarov. Oh, okay. He's like a... 
He's a big time prospect too. Yes, he is. And he's on Nashville, I think. Oh, he is. Yeah. That's Nashville. Okay, I think he's Nashville's prospect goalie. Unless they traded, I don't think it they was traded a shootout him. win. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> what an asshole! I love it. Um, like honestly, he's yeah. I'd be so mad. I would be really mad too. I'd be but so I, mad. I, I'd be mad in the moment, but afterwards I'd be like, "That was pretty funny. Was that was pretty funny." Um, I, yeah, I mean they'll score more with uh, going back to Carolina. They'll they'll score more with Sveshnikov back and the addition of Bunting and Orlov. But uh, I think I think Aho needs to get his. I think they touch. need. Well, I think Brindamore just needs to let Aho be Aho. Be Aho. Yeah. And not like their system clearly works, but like maybe let specifically Aho wheel and deal a little system. bit more. Yeah, you know. And uh, now that you, because Seth Jarvis has obviously cemented himself as a mm-hmm. good NHL mm-hmm. forward. You got Bunting, who's a good forward. Um, and Jarvis is one more year in his RFA. I think so. Let's look. So they got to pay yep. him. They're gonna have to pay him soon too, and yeah. Oh, he only had 39 points. He, had, he scored less than I thought he did last year. But it, it, in either direction. Um, yeah, I don't know. First or second in the division. Yeah, they're still going to do great. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I was just trying to think of something. I, I, I always try to like be like, oh, this is yeah. how good they are. And But, you know, they might have some fall- failings here. Scoring might be their failing. Yeah, but first or second in the division. They're still going to win a ton of games, especially in the regular season. When mm-hmm. it comes to playoffs, that's. I mean, hey, they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals with that. But they haven't won an Eastern Conference Finals since they since won they won the Stanley, Stanley Cup. Cup. And I think they've gotten swept in the Eastern Conference Finals every time. Three times. Yeah, because one was against the Penguins, this past one against Florida, and then what, Tampa Bay was another one? Uh, Two years ago. Boston? So, no. No, it would have been Tampa Bay. would have been. Yeah. 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 When Boston beat St. Louis, did they go through? Boston did not beat St. Louis. They so, lost sorry. to St. Louis. When Boston lost to St. Louis, did they go through Carolina? I cannot remember. I don't remember. It's either Boston or Tampa it's Bay. It's either Boston or Tampa Bay. It's one of those two. Um, yeah. They're, uh, it's been five years. Who knows? <laughs> true. Uh, their goalie situation, I still don't super trust Ronta and Anderson. It's just they, they were healthy last year yeah. for the most part. But, like, there's always that, like, are they Someone's just going to be hurt. randomly injured? Someone's going to get but hurt. But they do have Kachekov to come and... Who played really well. Who played and, very well. And is, is Kachekov waivers exempt? Ooh. Is he waivers exempt anymore? He looked... Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Wait, there he is. Yes, he is. So he you is. can bring him up whenever you want. That's true. Uh, yeah. Bring oh, him up. Look, they re-signed him, too, too. Wow, he signed until 2027. $2 million. I, what are the contracts they gave to One year for both, I believe. One year for both. Well, one year for Ronta. So I think they're expecting Kachekov to probably take Ronta's spot this year at some point. Maybe This year, if not next year. If This year, if not next year. So he played pretty well when he came up last year. He played great. Yeah. All right. But that's Carolina. They're probably... I don't, I'm not going to call them winning the division, but because they'll be up there. Because the know? Devils exist. Because the Devils exist. The Rangers, outside chance. And who knows with, like, the like the Penguins. The Penguins are a real, like, wild card here. They could be really good with that addition to... Or they could or, stay well, we'll talk fourth. About or they could stay fourth, yeah. Or they could be, like, 
just better, you know, a little better. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Let's talk about defense. Not that much better. The Columbus Blue Jackets. Woo! And I'll be totally honest. The they pride of Ohio. The pride. Of Ohio. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the poor Blue Jackets. They're in the same city as Ohio State. Yeah. <sighs> they do get good crowds at their games, though. Of course. Yeah, they get good crowds. Uh, anyway, they didn't do a lot in the off season um, signing wise. They did draft Adam Fantilli. I'm mm-hmm. gonna I'm gonna mention the the big name draft picks. Yep. They did sign him to uh, an entry level contract, so theoretically he could be on the team. He's on the depth chart. He's on the depth chart, so theoretically he could be on the team. We'll see what happens in camp. Um, they did trade for Damon Severson and Ivan Provorov in two separate trades. What a depth chart. <laughs> You're looking at it like, I don't even know who that is. I mean, they got five guys on it that are waiver exempt. Yep. Hold on. We're not at the depth charts yet. That was all they did in the offseason. Now we're at the depth charts. Ah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was really all they did. I mean, they drafted other guys. Um, Sorry, five guys on offense that are waiver exempt. Yeah, we're not even looking at the defense. Uh, so let's talk about their their uh, cap-friendly depth chart. Uh, top line, Johnny Goudreau. Three of them. Boone Gen- Go ahead. Three of them didn't play. In- three of them are pure rookies. <laughs> no, they did not. Uh, Tessier technically is not a rookie. I remember last year... Oh, were you not counting Tessier? These three do not have any stats I, from last year. Let me, we'll talk about Tessier in just a second. Um, their top line is theoretically Johnny Goudreau. Who are you saying is Tessier? The French guy. This one. Oh, okay, fine. The guy who's from France. That, okay, fine, fine. I didn't see him. I thought you were looking at uh, Yigar Ch- uh, Oh, and you thought it was... And I'm just like, there's no, saying, there's no there's way. no way it's Tessier. <laughs> <laughs> no, the guy from France. His name is Tessier. All right, that makes more sense. Um, <laughs> their top line is Johnny Goudreau, Boone Jenner, and uh, Kirill uh, Marchenko. That's not exactly... I mean, Johnny Goudreau's a good player. Yeah. But the, uh, Boone Jenner had a good year last yes, year, he actually. Did. Yeah. He did. And so did Marchenko. They all had 21-plus goals, mm-hmm. so um, not exactly a terrifying top line. No. Um, their next line, second line, Patrick Laine, Jack Roslovic, and Kent Johnson. Okay. Uh, you know, Kent Johnson had a pretty good rookie year last year. Yep. I think he was a rookie last year. Well, he's waiver exempt either way. He's, he played 79 games last he year. He did, so. yeah. 40 points. Eh, you know, on a pretty bad team. Uh, next up, third line, theoretically, is Alexander Tessier, Adam Fantilli, who I just mentioned, and Igor Chinak- Chinakov. Chinakov. Yeah, Chinakov. Chinakov. Um, so, Adam Fantilli is a rookie. Chinakov only played 30 games last year. Tessier has been has played before. Okay. But last year, I don't know what the circumstances oh, were. Oh, personal reasons? Personal reasons. Yeah. He stayed back in France with his family. But they have announced that he is coming back for this season. So. Gotcha. Like uh, Shillington in Calgary. Yes. Yes, yes. Uh, so for whatever reason, he stayed back with his family in France, but he's back this year. Gotcha. So I'm guessing whatever that was has been cleared up yep, or yep, yep, yep. has been mitigated to some extent. Um, and he's back. Cool. So I remember him being like kind of a good young guy. Yeah, as well. sol- so, solid young guy. Solid young guy. And then their fourth line is Eric Robinson. Sean Corrali and Dmitry Voronkov, who is a rookie. Mm. He is 23. Mm. 
So do you think they're going to be last or second to last? Well, let's look at their defense really quick. Um, Zach Wierenski and Damon Severson. Mm-hmm. Ivan Provorov and Adam Boakvist. Jake Bean and Eric Gabranson. And then in goal, they got Elvis Merzlikens and Daniil Tarsarov. Well, Merzlikens got, has to figure his crap out. Those are bad numbers. Right um, there. Yes. In 30 games, he had a 4.23 goals against average and an 8.76 save percentage. Part Jeez, of it oh, is I mean, the defense, defense was, was bad? very bad last year. I think Wierenski missed... Yes, Ransky only played 13 games last yeah, year. I don't then, think he would have helped that much. but And then Boquist only played half of the season. So. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they would have solved it. But um, I'll be honest, that defense doesn't look that bad. No, it doesn't. That top four defense doesn't look too bad. Based on this second to last. They might be better than the Flyers. Yeah. Yeah, they might be better than the Flyers. Um, I think they're still kind of in a rebuild. I mean, who knows? Maybe Adam Fantilli makes the team. Maybe he's great. But... There, that center depth is bad. Mm, no. uh, when your centers are Boone Jenner, you're your top line center, mm. and then Jack Roslavic, and then he's got a top line name, but he got a top line name, but not top line ability. Mm. And then eighteen uh, year old rookie Adam Fantilli, and then Sean Corrali. Mm. Those are your four centers. Yikes! Mm. Yikes, dude. Um, defense should be better, but I don't know. I don't. I don't. They might be able to sneak. A couple of games off of like higher up teams that are beat up from a night or two before or right, something, yeah. but they're not gonna. They might not finish last in the Eastern Conference like they did last year, but they're not oh, gonna be a playoff team. No, not even close. No, they're gonna be finishing last. Is they did finish last last year? Oh, I'm sorry. They went 25, 48, and nine last year with 59 points, which I believe was the same amount of points that the Ducks had last year. Or maybe it was Chicago. I think it was Chicago. Chicago. I think it was Chicago. Uh, they but were Chicago, eighth, but obviously Chicago eighth, was third. It was Chicago, Columbus, Anaheim were the worst three teams. Yes. Um. So. My bad. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I see. Here's the thing, though. I I'm trying to think of the other teams in the East who would be, be that bad. bad. I don't even be, know if the Flyers are gonna be. That bad. Well, thinking of just the the other crap teams in the East, so it's, it's Montreal, Philadelphia, and Columbus. And Columbus. Those are the three. Sh- Is that really it? Worst teams. Because Buffalo almost made the playoffs last year. Pittsburgh was only a point out of the playoffs. Washington wasn't that far out of the playoffs. Yeah, Detroit was seventh in the division, but they yeah they actually got kind of close towards the end of the year. Yeah, and. Ottawa had a really bad stretch, but they looked better towards the end of the year. Well, Ottawa sent Detroit into buyer mode because they had two straight oh, games that's right. that's against right. them, and yeah. they crushed them in both games. That's right. That's and then like almost then immediately Detroit they traded. They the traded season. like Philipronic and a couple other players. Bertuzzi and oh, and Bertuzzi. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Columbus might still finish last. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll. S- We'll see. I mean, Tortorella makes Philadelphia a better team than they he should made, be. He made them <laughs> so much better than they should have been last year. And I, he'll probably do, I can't, he'll do I it I can't again. say that he'll, he won't do it again. Do he's it not again. a bad coach. He, he's a great coach. He's annoying, kind of, but he's not a bad coach. You know, with 
with what he did with Philadelphia last year, he's an excellent coach. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he should have won the Jack Adams, yeah, he honestly. He'd be like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You polished this turd pretty well, actually. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's move on to uh, a team that really took a leap last year, the New Jersey Devils. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me pull up their depth chart. A team that if you paid attention to, it's not surprising. That they no, took it's leap. not. It's not. But they took a very big leap last year. Massive. Uh, 52, 22, and 8 for 112 points. One point behind the Carolina Hurricanes for second place mm-hmm. in the division. Um, they, they got knocked out of the second round. They did by, by, by Carolina. Carolina. Um, but, hey, they beat the Rangers in the first mm-hmm. round. And that's valuable playoff experience for a young team. Look, like even the if Devils. they got knocked out by the Rangers, valuable still, playoff yeah, still, experience. Still, yeah. Experience. Um, they didn't really add too, too much. Uh, they did re-sign Jesper Brott. Big re-signing. Yes. Eight years, $7.875 million. That's a steal. A deal. A, a deal. steal. This GM is getting these kids to buy in. Oh, yeah. Uh, including Timo Meyer, who they also re-signed. Eight years, $8.8 million. Another, like, really good contract. Yes. Timo Meyer didn't have the good numbers that he did on the Sharks, on the Devils. But that's he's not, still... He that's still, still played... You say that? He still played no, pretty well the, on the Devils. He didn't have the numbers. He played great, but the stats he's didn't still, show it. I mean, he got traded around the trade deadline. He still had like nine or ten goals with the Devils. Yeah, but like no assists. Like that, True. Yeah, and so. he he disappeared a bit in the playoffs, but he was getting the shit beat out of him in the playoffs. Oh, it felt so bad for him. I don't know why he was <laughs> the one getting the shit beat out of him, but he was the one getting the shit beat out of he him. He was the, the one playoffs. that Truba like murdered. Yep. But, but, then, but then in the... It was a clean hit. Oh, but then in the series against Carolina too, he was getting shoved all over yeah. the place. So I, you know, um, well, people will debate about the clean cleanness, whatever, because the head was the principal point of contact. Yeah. He was skating through the middle with his head down. He, That's true. He die. had his head low. Oh yeah. yeah, like so he didn't get that injured. He just a broken nose. Yeah, it's not that bad. No, I like Truba did nothing wrong. I think we said that last <laughs> yeah. time too. We were we watched it and we're like, eh, that wasn't that bad. No. Um, they did trade for Tyler Toffoli. Mm-hmm. Uh, that trade involved great. Igor Sharangovich in a 2023 third. That happened before, before but I figured drafted. I would just mention it. Um, uh, they also got Colin Miller from Dallas for a fifth-round pick. Mm-hmm. So not a bad trade there either. That's really it. They didn't really sign anybody, but did they have to? No. Not really. No. Um, so let's take a look Peace at here and their there. draft or depth chart. Jasper Brott, Jack Hughes, and Tyler Toffoli make up their top line. <sighs> That's a real good top line. Toffoli had 34 goals last year. Jesus. Uh, Timo Meyer, Nico Heeshear, and Dawson Mercer are God their second line. Damn it. That's 40 goals, 31 goals, and 27 goals. That is their second line. Uh, yeah, this team is pretty stacked. Uh, Andre Palat is on their third line with Eric Howla and Alexander Holtz. <laughs> I'm just going to keep it totally uh, straight. Thomas Nosek, uh, Michael McLeod, and Nathan Bastian make up their fourth line. That's, that's finally where you're like, oh, these guys didn't score that much last right. year. Well, the third line, too, I guess, didn't score that much. But but still, like... They didn't play that. Well, Palat was injured for a lot of the year. And yeah. Well, Holland did okay. 
Um, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty stacked forward <laughs> lineup. Let's move down to their defense. Uh, now, here's, here's a point where I'm going to protest cap-friendly here. They have Luke <laughs> Hughes at the number one defensive pairing with Dougie Hamilton. No. I do not think Luke Hughes is going to play on the number one defensive pairing, at least not yet. First of all, when you have offensive defenseman Luke Hughes with offensive defenseman, defenseman Dougie Hamilton, they're not playing that, together. And then, okay, and then you have uh, Ball and Marino at the second pairing. And then you have Siegenthaler on the third pairing. Siegenthaler's going to be on the top pairing yeah. with Dougie Hamilton. And then th- you could probably flop Hughes and Siegenthaler. And then I would be like, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, I am so mad that the Caps gave up Siegenthaler. Hey, man, I miss John Marino. Yeah, no, and then same, same deal. Yeah, same, just like, pretty much same deal. Just like, yeah. I saw Siegenthaler and just like, that kid's just like good. Fuck. Why? 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 Um, and then as far as their goalies do, they have Akira Schmid who and is, Vitek Vanacek. Who is mainly on this list because of how he played in the playoffs. He did play very well. He is the one who eliminated the Rangers. Yep. Yep. And then Vanacek, for good measure, who had yep. a very good regular season. And then he faltered a little bit in the playoffs, yep. but not bad enough to get him kicked off the team. Um, I think Vanacek starts the season in net. And it's, probably. And it's his yeah, net to lose. It's his net to lose. Well, I guess depending on what happens at camp, but you're probably correct, I would say. Um, scratches are Brendan Smith, Curtis Lassar, Chris Tierney. Yeah, this team's fucking stacked. This team is fucking... At least at forward, this team is stacked. God damn it. Um, those and defensively. Top, like, uh, I don't know. I don't know that I trust Ball and Colin Miller. Okay, fair. But otherwise... Fair. Otherwise... First two pair. First two pair... Pretty good. So you're pretty good. First or second? Oh yeah. This is the, yeah. this is the uh, team that unless, Carolina is competing unless against. they have some crazy regression, which I don't foresee. No, um, I don't. Mm, sad. Um, spill a little beer. You did spill a little beer. Uh, the only thing that I could I could see sinking them is if Vanacek regresses and Schmid doesn't. Live up take to a, what he did take a next in the step. playoffs. That's the only thing that could sink them. However, they've been linked to Connor Hellebuck. Right. So, you yeah. know, if they get him, Game fuck over. this team. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they're going to be either first or second in the division, which is really frustrating how well put together this team is. If they and how get... basically all of their draft picks, high draft picks of the last like five years, have all turned out to be star or superstar players. And are willing to take deals to make sure everyone else yeah. can stay. Yeah. <sighs> Do they get Quinn Hughes? Do they complete the trifecta of Hugheses? Quinn Hughes just got named captain. So no, probably not. So if probably anything, not. they're going to Vancouver. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Quinn Hughes got named the 15th ever captain for Vancouver oh. today. 15 seems low. They've been a team since, like, the 70s. 70s. Yeah. They came in the same league the same year as Buffalo. It's, like, 72. Yeah, and that was only a few years after, like, Pittsburgh and Philly, I think. So They had a little graphic that showed all the other captains. 
One of them was Messier. No, they left out Messier. <laughs> That's, even better. That's so great. I think he was only on Vancouver for a year. Yep. And, and then he blew caught, up the yeah, team. Yeah. And in then they forced them to trade Trevor Linden, who was, was the captain. captain. And the fans loved. Oh man. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, Maybe. Messier seems like he's such an asshole. Oh, he does, especially for that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on to the Islanders. Um, they actually did not sign anybody in the free agency, nor did they make any really trades. All right, they um, did re-sign a bunch of guys. Go ahead. I've said this before. Uh huh. Lou Lamorello. <laughs> Um, uh-huh. his his moves, his philosophy this past year, last year, uh, is basically I don't care, I'll be dead. Yeah, <laughs> I even wrote that in my thoughts. I was like, Lula Morello is signing contracts that he knows he is not going to be here to see the end of. Yeah, Ruthie. Um, it is. Spectacular good to watch all in the past 10 years or so to watch all of the New York sports teams just <laughs> suck. <laughs> well, the Rangers were fine last year. They were fine. <laughs> they finished third. They had one run two years ago. What else they got? Uh, well, I guess fair. All right. But... <laughs> <laughs> That's true. The Yankees and Mets are terrible. The Yankees and Mets are terrible. <laughs> and the Giants just the lost Jet, forty to nothing. The Jets haven't night. played this season. In the Giants lost forty to nothing last night. And they kept Daniel Jones in. Oh, I'm just happy that he they was getting hit every single that play. They took the uh, the shitty spotlight off of the Steelers. Thank you for that. They took the shitty spotlight off the Steelers, the Seahawks. Oh yeah, the Seahawks the did really bad last Bengals. Um. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the Bengals. Yeah, Anyway, this isn't a football podcast. I know it's not a football podcast. Bengals did real bad yesterday. The, But the Giants has been was one of the worst football Ooh, games I've ever watched. 40 to nothing. Yikes. I, we have a friend who's a Giants fan, and he was texting me the whole time. I, he was like, this is so bad. I didn't text, I didn't text him at all. I wasn't being a dick to him. I was like, oh, boy, this I, is bad, dude. I didn't want to text him at all. Oh, I felt really bad. I almost re-sent the tweet of it's the Goonies with um, Fudge. <laughs> I wish I had sent that to him again. Yeah, no, we both we we actually both separately know, sent him that tweet. I sent him to it first, and then like a week later, you sent it to yeah. him. It's so funny. Um, All right, let's come on. Let's talk about the Islanders now. Um, you can live with me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Islanders. <laughs> oh, our poor look, friend. Look, shout out to our friend Jake. Shout out to him. But at least at least the Islanders and the Rangers have a chance. I don't know that the Islanders have a chance. They were in the hunt last Let's, year. They made the playoffs last year. They have, you're right, they have Sororkin. They have a chance. They do. So, they didn't sign or trade for anybody, but they did re-sign Ilya Sororkin to a three-year, $4 million contract. Very, very reasonable. That's a steal. 
That is a steal and a half. It's a steal. Um, it's the only good signing we're going to talk about from Lou Amorello. <laughs> yeah, let's move on to Pierre Engvall, who was re-signed for $3 million a year. That's not that bad. Okay, fine. fine. Seven years, though. Yeah. Seven years. <laughs> Scott Mayfield, $3.5 million a year. How old is Scott Mayfield? Is he, isn't he 35? He's not 35, but he might be 30. He is 30. Okay. Seven-year contract for Scott oh Mayfield. Oh, God. How old is Pierre Engvall? He's not that old. He's only 27. No. That's not as no, bad. No. But. And he and Engvall played pretty good when he first. He did. When he first came he in, fine. he dropped off a little bit. But yeah. he played well when he first joined the team. Yeah. Um, Engvall's contract is not as bad as Scott Mayfield's seven years. This dude is 30. So he's going to be 37 when this contract is up. And ain't nobody. $3.5 million isn't. It's not that bad. But when, when the when the cap goes up eventually, like everyone says it's going to be, that's going to be a wash. That's it's true. It's going to be a wash. That's true. So. And it might go up again over the course of the seven years. Well, It'll eventually be a wash. That's true. It, the way things are projecting, but at least now, for the NHL. as of now. Really bad what contracts. What are you doing? Really bad contracts. Yeah, as things are projecting right now, it's supposed to go up $4 million next year, the cap, that is. And then like another maybe four or five the year after that. And it's just supposed to keep going up by right, good right. chunks every year, uh, which I, is great. What but. can I do in my life to get that overpaid for that long? I know, right? <laughs> right? God damn. Uh, and then they signed Simeon Varlamov, who, let's go ahead and, what? how old is he? 35. Clay, how long did he sign for? He signed for $2.75 million. Not that bad. Uh, how many years for, did he uh, sign for? Didn't he sign for at least five? It was four. Okay. Four years for a 35-year-old goalie. Hey, if Craig Anderson can do it, so can Varlamov. Maybe, maybe. Varlamov can, too. I, or Varlamov, however you say his name. Remember when he was with the Capitals in 2009? I do. Yes. I think that was his rookie year. I Capitals, Capitals have... Have had some good. You know, it's, it was have really had funny. Some solid goalies come through. You know, it's really funny. We're shitting on a dude who's only like three years older than we are. Well, three years older than me, three and, and a half is, older than you. And has made so much more money. And is an athlete. Yeah. Look, I. Well, you know. I keep. In my mind, we're talking about people. Yeah. And. Good for. You know what? We're, for the person, Semyon Varlamov, good for him. We're talking about people, and also we're talking about like. I'm more shitting on the team than the person. Well, uh, I mean, that's true. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just like, man, that's not like uh, Columbus. It's just like, mm-hmm. that's a shit first line. Like, we could even skate. Yeah, I can't. I yeah. can't even ice skate. So, <laughs> you know, whatever. Fuck you, Boone. But that's why I'm here. <laughs> that's why we're talking <laughs> to you guys about this. Because we're just two dudes who like hockey too much. And we were like, you know what? Why don't we try to put Talk this out to, the, out to the world for some reason? All right. Let's take a look at the Islanders' depth chart. Uh, Anders Lee with Bo Horvat and Matthew Barzell. Pretty good top line, honestly. It's not a bad top line. Now, if you could put Horvat in on the second line. Even better. You have so many tipped in goals. Yeah. Well, because Barzell usually plays center, I believe. So mm-hmm. they have him bumped over to the right wing. Um, that would be because uh, their second line is Engvall, Brock Nelson at center, yep. and Kyle Palmieri. So I get it, but... I get it, and at the same time, like, both Andres Lee and Bo Horvat take up the same position. Yeah. 
Put your big ass in front of that net. That's true. And now, tip in goals. Now, again, this is just cap friendly, yep. being like, this is what it's going to be. So, who knows? Bo Horvat or Anders Lee might be on the second line. Yeah. And that's quote unquote second line. They right. might run two first lines, like like the Penguins do. Right. The Penguins basically run two first lines and then two third lines. Yep. You know? Um, moving on to their third line uh, Hudson Fashing, JG Pajot, and Oliver Wallstrom. That's fine. Fine. That's a fine third That's line. That's fine. Yeah. And then their fourth line of three guys I really hate, Matt Martin, Casey Sezikis, and Cal Clutterbuck. All three of them always score against the Penguins. I All three of them. I despise them. Yeah. I despise all three. Yep. That's your penalty line. That's your uh, penalty. They're pretty good defensively. Oh, they're, yeah. they're very good defensively. But that's where you're also going to end up on the penalty kill. Yeah. With that line. Yeah. Um, and it's one of the, like, I hate Cal Clutterbuck for that I reason. Hate Casey I Sizikas. hate Matt Martin for that reason. Casey Sizikas, of the three of them, is, a le- is the least, like, dirty-ish player. Right. Um, he just happens to always be on the line with those other two guys. Mm-hmm. But, like, fucking Cal Clutterbuck, he always scores against the Penguins. It infuriates And me. he never scores. He had six goals last year, and probably at least four of them were against the Penguins. Right. Infuriating. Let's move on to their defense. That looks better than their offense uh, or forwards. Well, their their defense is always good. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Adam Pellick and Ryan Pollock, one of the best defensive pairings in the league. Yep. They don't score that much, though. They're, they're, that's not their job. That's true. Their um, job is to stop you from scoring, and true. they're great at it. Alexander Romanov and Noah Dobson. But mm-hmm. Romanov, I actually just saw today, might not be ready for the beginning of the season. That's a shame. Uh, the other Sebastian Ajo and Scott Mayfield are their bottom pairing. So, bottom pairing of Scott Mayfield, you gave a seven-year contract to. Hey, we saw Sebastian Ajo in the minors. Oh, yeah, we did. That's we right. Just, yeah. yeah, yeah, we did. We should go to another one of those games. Those we're, are fun. We're going to. Yeah. We were just talking about that the other day. We'll talk about it off, it, off mic. Um, and then their goalies, which is their strength, Ilya Sororkin and Simeon Varlamov. Varlamov. Yeah. Honestly, even though he's 35, had a great year last year. Oh, yeah. No, solid. 270 goals against, 913 save percentage. That's the thing about the Islanders. You're not going to score a lot of goals against them. Not unless they're having a really bad night. Right. I mean, there's there's an outlier, of course, for every team where some team in that 82-game season scores like seven goals on them. This is a very defensive team. Um, Yeah. Their coach who took over after Trotz, who looks like a werewolf, Oh, um, what's his name? Oh, I can't remember his name. Oh, Lane Lane Hudson is that his name? Yeah, I think so. His first name is Lane. Yeah. Um, it's bothering me. I have to look it up. Either way, same philosophy as Barry Trotz. You're not going to score a lot of goals. Lane Lambert. 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 Um. See, when Todd Reardon took over for the Caps, I was really hoping it was Lambert. <sighs> Yeah, well, yeah. you know. And now he's on the Penguins. Yeah, back where, back on the Penguins. Back on the Penguins, that's true. Yeah. Um, either way, either way, either way. So, yeah, they're a defensively-minded team. Offensively, it's, it's, the, it's kind of uh, not great. It's not your strength. So here's the thing. So they're running it back with, essential, with the same team as they had last year. Past uh, two th- years. Oh, by the way, they two, were three years. 42, 31, and 9. Well... They had added Horvat last year. Yeah. 93 points, fourth 
in the Metropolitan Division. They were a wild card team. They got rid of Belvillier. That's true. Um, here's the thing. They're running it back with this team in an Eastern Conference where a bunch of other teams got better or theoretically they're young and will take a next, a yeah. next step. So, like, you're, and by that I mean, like, Buffalo might make that push. They might hit 100 points this year. I'm calling you know? Buffalo makes the playoffs this year. I think they might. I think they might. I don't think it's a might. I think it's a definite. I, they might finish second or third in the division. Yeah. So, um, God, I hope saying that doesn't jinx them. Because I, I like Buffalo. <laughs> I love Buffalo. Um, if if Ilya Sorokin falters at all, season's over. Season's over. Um, and if Sorokin falters and Verlamov is also falters, that's it. Season's over. That's it. Yeah, they're going to be a bottom-tier team. Um, they're still going to have trouble scoring. Because, like, who's going to score for you? Because Barzell doesn't score a lot of goals. He has assists, but he doesn't score a lot. And but that's like what you're he gonna, is, there's so many times, that's what's frustrating about him yeah. is you watch him make the pass like, where he should shoot, just shoot it. Just shoot. Now you look at these, look at the numbers that are on here. Horvat had 38 goals, but like a good chunk of those, were on almost Vancouver. all of them were with Vancouver. And I then think he had six goals on the Islanders? It was something, it was low. Let's look. Um, and then like your other two big scorers were Brock Nelson and um, Anders Lee. Who are both good players? Seven goals with oh, the Islanders. We're very close. God damn. Um, uh, Bo Horvat has seven goals with them last year. Now, now maybe he'll be more adjusted. Maybe he'll he'll score five. Right. Um, but that's you're relying basically on four players to score all of your goals. Because Cal Palmieri, he's 32. That's not that old. But he only had 16 goals last year. Engvall only at 17, and then basically nothing from the bottom six. And then defense, not too much either. I'm surprised. I thought Palmieri was going to retire. He's only 32. He seems like he is older than that, right? He is on the Devils, right? Yeah, and the Ducks. Let's look. We got time. Why not? Kyle Palmieri. Let's see. Yes, he played for the Ducks and the Devils for a long time, and then he moved over to the Islanders. So, I mean, he's still fine. He only played, what was it, 50-something games last year? Yeah. 55 games. So he missed a good chunk of time, too. So that number will probably go up. But I don't know. I think they're going to have trouble scoring again. Um, Yeah. The East is pretty stacked. So I just think... I think the Islanders are starting behind the eight ball just by how stacked the East is. You know? I don't know. Do you have any further thoughts on that? I, I do not. Well, suck it, Islanders. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just I'm kidding. trying to... Th- what do you look it up? Okay, while you look up stuff... I was thinking of Parise. Oh, he might. I saw something today that he is not technically on the team. I don't think he's going to come no, to camp, but he hasn't retired He yet. was the guy who I was thinking of. Who oh, the, okay. Who the Devils hate. Well, he did leave the Devils. After saying he wasn't going to leave. Yeah, he went to Minnesota. Yes. Because that he's part of the capital the that Minnesota yeah, yeah. is in with him and Suter. Yes. Which, hilariously, I think I've said this on the show before, that summer when they both signed there, they there was a rumor that they were going to both sign with Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And then, I guess, they're from Minnesota, so they right. both went home, which makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was just funny. Well, 
the Devils were in that playoff run. They yeah, know, he was on several playoff runs. With well, the no, Devils, the, yeah. it was the the two thousand one. It's two thousand twelve run where they ran. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where they made it to the finals. They made it to the yeah. finals, and while he was lost to the Kings, I think while he was on like during that Stanley Cup finals, yeah. he called Suter, and they made that deal to Ooh, sign that does, together. Yeah, that looks bad. And they had already told like. Yeah, that looks bad. They had said they were like he had said that they were staying. Like, yeah. So. Yeah. Sorry, just heading off an alarm. Yeah. Before it happened. Before it goes off. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Before it went off. So that that's why Devils hate him. I get it. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. So he might retire still. I don't know. He's yeah. he hasn't signed with anybody. I think he'll go back to the Islanders or retire. Yeah. One of the two. Um, let's move on to the New York Rangers. Uh, 47, 22, and 13 last year. 107 points. Good for third place. They should go to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully their star players... Disappear again? Play in the playoffs. <laughs> Show up at all. Yeah. Hey, like, uh, we'll get to that in a second. Let's let's go through Kiets. They signed Blake Wheeler, who, if you guys don't remember, got bought out by from the final year of his contract from Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. Uh, one year, $800,000. Look, I think that the Rangers have a strong enough culture to tell him to shut the hell up. Oh, certainly. If certainly he starts being whiny. Yeah. I, I, mean, th- I think Chris Kreider. Well, on top of that, they also signed Jonathan Quick. He's a good... He's yeah. a leader as well. Yeah. Another no. one-year 825K... Um, he, guy, he plays for the t- like he grew up. Quick grew up for, grew up a Rangers fan. Mm-hmm. He might be his last year. Plays for the team who he crushed their souls. <laughs> he did. Um, that's right. That was him. Yeah. Uh, he crushed both the Devils and the Rangers. Yes, he in did. Stanley Cup Finals. Um, one oh felt better. God. One felt better for him than the other. You know what's crazy, is that those Stanley Cup Finals were. L.A. and Chicago were, like, flip-flopping for those five years. For like, yeah, those five years. A bunch it. of them were about Metro, against Metro mm-hmm. teams. I think three of the five were against Metro teams, because Chicago beat Philly one of those years. Yep. And L.A. Bo- beat both the Devils and the Rangers. Yep. Who else did Chicago beat? Chicago beat Tampa Bay. Yes. Who was the other one they beat? Was it Tampa? It wasn't Tampa Bay twice, was it? No, it wasn't Tampa Bay twice. Hmm. Oh, it was Boston. Boston. That's right. That's right. Because Boston lost the the finals in 14 seconds at the end of the third period of what of yeah. game six or seven, where they were up two to one, and in 14 seconds or something like that, they gave up two goals and it was over. Yep. Because I remember I I used to work with a guy who was a Bruins fan, and right after that happened, he was like, "Yeah, we were in the finals last year." I was like, "You guys lost in like." very short amount of time. He's right. like, don't bring that up. Man. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, they also uh, added Eric Gustafson, did the Rangers, uh, one year 825K. Gustafson, who played for the Capitals, and then who was he traded to? Toronto. Toronto, that's right, for who, Sandine. Who that did seems not, like a lopsided trade. Who? And then they didn't utilize him. That was, Gustafson, yeah. They didn't use Gustafson, which is the crazy part. Um, they got. Well, they guy. weren't utilizing Rasmus Sandin either. They so. got their guy Tarasenko. Wait. What? What? Huh? Huh? They got their guy Patrick Kane. Oh, wait a minute. What? Oh. Oh. Huh. Hmm. 
They lost in the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> they did re-sign <laughs> Keandre Miller to two years, $3.872 million. Really good deal. That's a good bridge deal. Really good bridge, good deal. bridge deal. Um, they also signed Alexi Lafreniere, two mm. years, $2.325 million. Um, that's fine. Yeah. I'm I'm assuming they're like, please take a step forward, Alexi Lafreniere. Like, come on, man. Uh, I have... A gut feeling. He's like, going to have a good year? No. Oh. That if they don't make it past the first round, Drury's getting fired. You think Drury is getting fired? Mm-hmm. If they don't make it past the He's first... He's only been the GM for, like, a year. I can see the coach getting fired. It's Who a is new coach. coach. Oh, you're right. I it's Maybe... I'm. That would be really reactionary, but... Uh, well, th- here's the thing. Like, the rumor is Tarasenko wanted to stay in New York. Where did he sign? Ottawa. Oh, that's right. He did sign. The rumor Ottawa. is he wanted to stay in New York, but they refused to move Lafreniere, and they had to move Lafreniere. To, to make room for him. The only RFAs were Miller and Lafreniere, and between the two. Oh, that's true. Between the you two. You have to keep Miller. You Lafreniere's got to go. Miller, yeah. You. And they refuse to keep La- refuse to do anything with Lafreniere, and Lafreniere has not looked good. No, he has. A, he was a number one overall pick, and he scored sixteen goals last year. Right, and he played all eight. He played eighty-one games last yeah. year. He only so, missed one game, and that might have been a healthy scratch that he missed. So I kind of think if they don't make it past the first round, Drury's going. Maybe, maybe. But let's let's be let's be totally honest here. Andrew- Tarasenko scored one goal with the Rangers. One. Yes. Let's not put him on some pedestal like he's like he got traded to the Rangers and he scored fifteen goals and he was a playoff hero. That is true, but you have an off season to to train with the team. You get to. That's true. You get you get more that is time. True. That is true. To develop. Chemistry. That's why that's why I wonder if Horvat is going to have a better year. Right. Um. But. Yeah, yeah, maybe that would be super reactionary. I, I agree. I I agree that it's not out of the realm of possibilities because the Rangers owner is fucking crazy. Right, so. and like I agree, it's super reactionary because you also have to look at Panarin's Jad, like we alluded to. They yeah. just disappear in the playoffs. Yeah, the the only motherfucker who was worth a damn in the playoffs last year was Chris Kreider. He scored like twelve goals in that series or something. Right. Uh, against the Devils, he was the only one that was there. He won them those three games that they won. He did. Him and Shosturkin won those games. Oh yeah, because I mean, he the, was the only one that was scoring. The first game they blew the Devils out the water, and that was like four goals from Kreider. Ah, uh, you're right. Yeah. Uh, let's let's get to their depth chart. Uh, Kreider's have been a Jet Kako, pretty good top. To, Kako, I don't know. stepped up last year? A little bit. It was late he last had, year. He had but. 18 goals. He's another guy that's like hasn't really panned out that yeah. well for the for the Rangers. I do wonder if they pushed Kako and Lafreniere to be on the team too fast. And if they could have used a little more seasoning in like juniors or the AHL. I think cuz like if you look at this team, Let's get through the depth chart. Okay. Let's get through the forwards really quick. Yeah, real quick. Uh, second line, Panarin, Trocek, Wheeler. Pretty good. Great line. Uh, third line, Lafreniere, Heedle, and Goudreau. I'm very surprised Goudreau didn't get bought out. Yeah. 
He had an statistically that's an okay season. That's not bad. That's like fourth line numbers though. That's like a good fourth line number. Also, Eleven goals, twenty assists. Also, def- defensively, he was not good. Well, yeah, that doesn't show that. up in those numbers. Defensively, that's he true. Was bad. That's true. Uh, Jimmy VC, Nick Benino, who they signed in the offseason, and Tyler Pitlick, who they also signed in the offseason, mm-hmm. uh, round out their fourth line. So let's talk. Let's talk about their forwards a little bit more. So Kako hasn't panned out that much. He had 18 goals last year, 22 assists. That's not that bad for a second, third line guy. Lafreniere is so slow as a skater. That surprises me. He is so He's 21. Sl- he is so slow as a skater. That's not like he's, a, he's not he, even that big. He needs to get whatever skating coach Braden, that made Braden Point good. I know her name. I know exactly, like... Really? I've, I've watched some of her. Oh, that's impressive that you know her name. She, she has a lot of videos on YouTube. Oh, okay. Like, of skating. And I wonder if she is not she works allowed for to she work. Works for oh, Tampa she works. Bay. I, if I was Tampa Bay and she was like, I taught him, I taught Braden Point how to skate, I'd be like, you're hired. Yo, you're not allowed yeah. to work with anybody else other than us. Um, And I'm pretty sure she works with, like, she'll work with, like, amateurs and juniors and stuff sure, like that. Sure, but she's but probably like, not allowed to yeah. work with pros. Um, Other than Tampa Bay. Like, he needs a skating coach or something because his... He's. Yeah, he, I don't know. I don't know what it is. He the, was. He was like so highly rated at in the his end draft of la- year. At and the end just... of last year, he was just looking slow. Or in the playoffs, he was. Yeah. He was getting. They were skating well, circles around him. What's weird is the playoffs before. Uh, so like not last year, but the year before, he actually played pretty well in the playoffs. The kid line. Yeah, and and then I don't I don't know what happened. So. 16 goals from Lafreniere, 18 from Kako. That's not enough. And then you know? 22 from Heedle. Heedle's not the problem. No. Heedle is a, a bear. I can't believe he's their third-line center. Heedle is so good. That that center depth is... That's why they win so many games. Right. They, Zabinijad, Trocek, Heedle as their top three. And then Nick Benino's not bad as your fourth-line center. You know? I mean, he's older, but... Right. He's certainly lost a step, but he's still good defensively. He can take mm-hmm. faceoffs, penalty mm-hmm. kill. Um, yeah, I don't know. I d- they're not going to get uh, uh, them signing. Yeah, I don't know. The, this is the Rangers are so frustrating because even though that I glad I'm glad they suck. Or they don't. Like, they don't even suck. They had no, 107 I mean. points last year. Sorry, suck is the wrong word. Uh, underachieve. Even yeah, though I'm glad better, that they underachieve, yeah. it's frustrating to watch them underachieve it is, year after year. Because you look at that forward lineup and you're like, this should be killer. And then you add their defensive lineup. And then, let's talk about their defensive lineup really quick. Ryan Lingren, Adam Fox. Fantastic top pairing. Oh my pairing. god, that's great. Move to the second pairing, Keandre Miller and Jake Truba. I hate Jake Truba. He's a good player, though. I, so yeah, is Keandre Miller. Exactly. Great pairing. You want Keandre Miller to bomb up the, the ice more and actually take shots yeah that would be he, he has sh- that skill he yeah. has the skill he just doesn't use it like it's he crazy should. he's only 23 i know i feel like he is he should be like 27 he's basically rasmus dalin in the same in the sense rasmus dalin sort is of. 23 that's true yeah that's he's, true but rasmus dalin has been playing since he's 18 so andre miller might have been playing since he's 18 too actually at least 19 at least 19 he, he, he made his debut pretty early right bottom line pairing gustafson and brennan schneider 
Not bad. No. That's that's defense and offense from all three of your pairings. Mm-hmm. It's all three you of your want. pairings. Now, Lindgren only had one goal last year, which is really funny, but uh, he's a defensive defenseman. And you don't need to score when your partner is Adam Fox. Who is such a good two-way player. He is. Such yeah. a good two-way player. I think his offensive number... Him and Kel McCarr, I think their offensive numbers overshadow how actually pretty good they are at defense. Yes. Too. Yeah. And that's the thing... If that's, that's, how, that's how Eric Carlson used to be, mm-hmm. too. When he... I don't know if he just decided to stop playing defense when he went to San Jose or what. I, or yeah. he lost the ability to. But, like, last year he was... His metrics were horrible on defense, but San Jose itself was very bad. He used to play good defense. When he was in Ottawa when he was younger, he was very good defensively, too. Well, and also, that's what I want from Miller. Miller is good defensively, but he could also he be could. so much better off- offensively. He put up nine goals last year. His potential is better than Fox's to me. I don't know if I would go that far. Fox but. is doing what Fox is doing what he should be doing. He could get numbers closer to Fox, certainly. I mean, he had nine goals, which is only three behind Fox. Maybe. Maybe. To me, Miller's... He's two years younger. To me, Miller's potential is higher than Fox's. Whether or not he reaches what I think he can do, completely different story. That's a different story, yeah. But... Um, And then, of course, their goaltenders, Igor Shosturkin, world-class goaltender. Yeah. And Jonathan Quick, former world-class goaltender, but, you know... He's, even, a good, uh, he's a good safety valve. And even though Sisterkin had a quote-unquote below-average year... It was still really good. Oh, year. my God. It's, 248 goals against 916 save percentage in 58 games. It's still a really good year. It's just like it wasn't the same year that he had the year before. Yeah, it's, it's like Vasilevsky this past year. Yeah, where you're like, well, he took he took a step back. Like, yeah, he was still like in the top five goalies. Yeah, he took a league. step back, so he wasn't playing like a god. He was playing yeah. above average. He was just he was just a demigod right. last year instead of a god. Um, I mean, this team is still a playoff team. Yes, it, they are 100% uh, a playoff despite team. Despite what we have just been alluding to, they're still a playoff team, 100%. But they're third place. Probably. I don't think they can overtake Carolina or the Devils. They just don't. They don't have the scoring power of the Devils or the overall play of Carolina. It's crazy how we both... Like, we take so much time on this goddamn team. We, we really do. We both hate we this team. hate this team so much. We have to cover all the teams. <sighs> we gotta, we got to cover them all. Um, I don't think Quick and Wheeler really put them over the top. I mean, I think Wheeler, no. Wheeler might score a, a bit more in this team, especially if he plays on the top line. But I mean, Quick, Quick is their backup goalie. Quick is what Halak was last year. And... True. He'll be fine, probably. Yeah. But he's only going to play, I don't know, 20 games. Quick didn't play last good last year. That's true, he didn't. But he played 41 games last year. Between? Between all the between Vegas and uh, uh, L.A.? Yeah. Huh, I didn't realize he played a half a season. Well, it's, remember, Cal Peterson got benched. <laughs> it's okay, he got traded. Yeah. Um, they got out of that contract. They did. <laughs> Thanks, Philly. Um but you know what? He doesn't have to be that good because unless Shosturkin gets hurt, if Shosturkin gets hurt, that's another. It's that, not over, but it's bad. That is another player, Halak. He's not on the team right now. The man Somebody needs, should grab him. The man needs like five wins to hit three hundred. He wants oh, it. Give it to him. Somebody should grab him. 
I don't think he's going to make the Hall of Fame, but he's he a, will, he's a guy that me and you are going to remember. He will get you three hundred. Like he will get three hundred wins as long yeah. as he's on a team. Yeah, he'll get those five wins next year. I hate Halak. <laughs> and we, Which, bo- I'm jealous he wasn't on my team. We both hate Halak for the same exact year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both of our teams got Halak that year. <laughs> Motherfucker. Um, we'll see if they can get over. Uh, the Rangers got to get over their. Uh, they they blew that series against the Rangers yeah. or the Devils last year. They had year. it. They were up three to one, three one in that series. And they blew it mm-hmm. because nobody could score other than Chris Kreider. It's on Schmied. On Akira Schmied. All players. All players. All right. Let's let's have some fun. Let's we, talk about the Flyers. We might have to be a little bit quick about the Flyers. They Why? suck. Let's. I mean, they suck. <laughs> but like, let's not be unfair to them. That's fair. You're here's, right. Here's the thing. They suck on purpose, it yes. seems like. Yes. Um, they Bre- didn't add... It seems like Briere knows what he's doing. He's he's rebuilding, which seems like something that the Flyers did not want to do mm-hmm. for the longest time. Um, uh, they didn't do a ton. Uh, like, I, I won't... They didn't, like, swing for the fences no. in, in the offseason. They did sign Ryan Paling, one year, $1.4 million. Mm-hmm. Signed Garrett Hathaway, two years, $2.375 million. Oh, he's such a perfect Flyers player. He really is. Mm-hmm. He really is. Uh, Mark Stahl, excuse me, one year, $1.1 million. Uh, kind of addition by subtraction, like I mentioned before. They did buy out Tony D'Angelo. Yep. And addition by addition, Sean Couturier apparently is, is going to be back yep. next year. And connect me. Uh, yeah, Konechny should theoretically play a full season next year as well. Um, so that's really it for their off-season moves. Uh, let's take a look at their depth chart. Joel Farabee, Sean Couturier, Owen Tippett. It's not a bad third li- first line. <laughs> it's not a bad third line. Um, I misspoke. Shut up. I know, I know. Uh, yeah, if Sean Couturier can return to some semblance of what he was before, mm-hmm. not a bad first line. No, not at all. Uh, second line, Cam Atkinson, who did, uh, who also did not play last year. Right. Uh, Noah Cates and Travis Konechny. Not a great center, but otherwise that should be a pretty good line. Like, as a second, maybe third line, fine. I don't know. Travis Konechny is really good. No, Travis Konechny is really good. It's that Noah Cates as Noah your center. Noah Cates, yeah. I mean, maybe he'll take a step forward. Uh, he's only 24, so maybe he'll oh, say, take a leap. That's true. But uh, I, I, I'm not scared of him right now. No. Um, Scott Lawton, Morgan Frost, and Wade Allison are their third line. Um, remember, that's the, fine. remember the rumors about Scott Lawton getting like a second or third round pick? Yeah, they were demanding. No, they were demanding a first round pick for him. Get out of here. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Get out of here. Uh, that's a pretty crazy ask. No, I, I, I believe the ask. It's the response. Well, I. It's why he's still on the team. When I heard that, I was like, oh, okay, the Flyers don't want to trade they, him. They don't want to trade him. They basically just don't want to trade him. Uh, Nick Delorier, Ryan Paling, and Garnet Hathaway are their bottom. Uh, or bottom. Their fourth line. Garnet Hathaway had 13 goals last year. Yeah, he did. That's pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. He played 84 games last year, too. He did. He played 84 he traded, games. Yeah. Um. Uh, that's not. It's f- not a forward group. That's really scary. Look, the fourth. You know? When he was on the Caps, the his the fourth line of him, Dowd, and I can't think of who else was on. We're actually like one of the highest scoring percentile lines. That's pretty crazy. Right? Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Um, not a forward group. I'd really be that scared of. No, 
Uh, let's move on to the defense. Travis Sonheim and Rasmus Ristolainen are their top pairing, so that tells you a lot about the team. That's true, but I already yeah. talked about his name. What's the coach? Tortorella. Yes. Yeah. Got Ristolainen to play some solid defense by the, end of the, by the end of the he year. Did. He got he got uh, Ristolainen to look better, so kudos to Tortorella for yeah. that. Um, next up is Mark Stahl and Cam York. Mm. I mean, Cam York is 22. Yeah, and, and Mark Stahl is 36. 36. Uh, what, that signing of Mark Stahl is like, we need bodies to yeah. be on this team. Yeah. Uh, then their bottom line pairing, Nick Sealer and Sean Walker. Sean Walker they traded for uh, this past year. It's not the Sean Walker who's from Australia. It is not. It is not. It is a def- I think that guy's a forward. He is. Yeah. He's a winger. He's, he used to play for the Caps. Yep. Stanley Cup champion. Two times? Who else did he win it with? I think St. Louis the next year. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Uh, and in goalie, Carter Hart and maybe Cal Peterson. Carter Hart is a good goalie who might get traded just because he uh-huh. is tired of getting shelled. And he might be part of that 2018 World Junior investigation. Oh, uh, really? Uh, so we'll see about that. Uh, but, but if they do end up trading Carter Hart, like theoretically, they could get a King's Ransom for him, probably. Oh, yeah. Because he's get 25. A, you can get he's a first. very good. Oh, you could probably get two firsts mm-hmm. or a first and like a grade A prospect out of it. You put, a, you put, uh, is Mitch Korn is retired, right? I don't even know who that is. He's the goalie coach. For basically, he followed uh, Trotz to the Islanders from um, Washington, but uh. he's he's a goalie coach like genius. Maybe if he's not retired, you get him coaching Hart, and he becomes a Vesna candidate. I mean, he was a Vesna candidate a few years ago, like in his rookie year or something. He looked like a world beater, but then right. The team got really bad in front of him, so his numbers suffered. Not yeah. really his fault. He did, had a fine season last year. He's the, to me, he's the same as Gibson. Yeah, pretty much. So he might get traded. I mean, he's an RFA next year. So we'll see about that. I don't see know. See what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. And um, yeah, that's the Flyers. I mean, they're going to be towards the bottom of the Eastern Conference, I would imagine. Um. But who knows? Maybe Tortorella can try to turn again. Yeah. And, but they, they finished they finished 31-38-13 with 75 points, 7th in the division. That's much better than Columbus's record. Yes. And, um, and honestly, like we said before, much better than they theoretically should have finished. But they got 31 wins last year, right? So, I don't know. It's just one of those things that's just like... I don't. The Flyers aren't going to be a playoff team. No, no. So, and I imagine they might trade Konechny and Lawton among others, possibly at the trade deadline. I mean, blow up what blow the, it up. Blow the uh, the rest of what you got. Get yes. as much as you can. Yes, rebuilds take forever. Somebody's going to give you a lot for Konechny. He scored thirty-one goals and thirty assists yeah. in sixty games. Last you can year. speed up that rebuild by getting oh, yeah. rid of those guys. Oh yeah. And I think Konechny, is he a free agent next year? No. He's a free agent in two years. But still, I mean, he had a great, he honestly had a great season last yeah. year. So, uh, 
That's the Flyers. I mean, they're they're going to be bad. They're bad. Right? They're going to be bad. And they should feel bad. <laughs> they should feel bad. The best, but, the but best the thing, thing is, about them is gritty. That's true. That is true. But the Who thing got is, his you, you can. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's also true. Um, at least you could say with the Flyers, they're bad on purpose. It seems like now. Now they are. Last year, that was not the case. That wasn't. But now it's like pretty clear that they're going to be bad on purpose by the moves that they've made. I'm like, oh, okay, you guys aren't really trying that. Hard. Yeah. Once they fired Fletcher. Yeah. And Danny Briere was like, we need to destroy this. Well. It's funny because they were going to let Fletcher finish the season and then fire him or let him walk or whatever. And then it was just so bad that they were just like, Like, never mind. We got to fire you. Never mind. All right. Let's move on to the people's champion, the Pittsburgh Penguins. You didn't even react when I said the people's champion. They were actually one of the say. (laughs) They were actually one of the more um, Active. active teams. Um, they did re-sign Tristan Jari. Five years, $5.375 million. Mm-hmm. We'll see How about yeah, that one. We'll see. We'll see about that hey, one. Hey, if he stops trying to play through injuries, that might... That would be great. That'd be great. That would be great if he stopped trying to do that. How many um, goalies you got? Four? Like a lot now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was one of the other things. Was, uh, uh, the Penguins signed a lot of goalies. I'm not going to mention... I'll mention one more, but they signed like two other ones. It was Dukarski. No. They let Tukarski go. Who am I thinking of? They signed Najelkovic for one year, $1.5 million. They also signed Magnus Helberg. God, there it is. Um, I don't know what his contract was. I didn't write it down, but let me look at their bottom. Their minors, guys. Magnus Helberg. Oh, Joel Blumquist was the other one. Uh, he's, but. Not who I was thinking of. Um, oh, you know what? We were probably thinking of. Um, the Smith was on the team until he was traded. Oh, okay. So yeah. they had four goalies. So now they realistically have three goalies. Um, but whatever. Um, they signed Nola Chari, three years, two million. Matt Nieto, two years, 900,000. Alex Nijo- Oh, I said Alex Nijokovic already. Uh, Ryan Graves, six years, 4.5 million. Mm-hmm. Lars Eller, two years, 2.45 million. Mm-hmm. That trade for Eric Carlson, of course. And hey, they also got Riley Smith in a trade, too. Yes, they did. Uh, that was for a 2024 third, in case you guys forgot. So, yeah, they were act- one of the more active teams in the Metro, at least. Very, yes, very active. Kyle Dubas got the keys to this team and was like, I'm blowing up that bottom six. Remember how they he said he was going to sign a GM? Yeah, the, yeah and yeah. then he was like, never mind. Yeah. And it, everybody was like, we knew it was going to be never had, mind. He hasn't officially said never mind yet. He kind of did. Oh, he did? He uh, kind of did. I wasn't paying attention. To um, they, they like started signing front office people, and he just added GM to his title. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody was like, we already knew that, Kyle. Yeah, you ain't slick. <laughs> this ain't slick. We already knew that you were going to be the GM. Um, so uh, let's look at their depth chart now. Um, this is without uh, Jake Gensel, who is because hurt. theoretically he's going to be out for the first week or month ish. Yeah, uh, depending on who you're listening to mm-hmm. about the, this injury. But he had ankle surgery. Yes. Um, so Riley Smith, Sidney Crosby, Brian Rust. Not bad. Not bad. Gensel comes back. Riley Smith jumps to the second line. Absolutely, because they have Matt Nieto with Evgeny Malkin and Ricardo Raquel. I doubt even with uh, without Gensel, I don't think Matt Nieto is going to be on the second line. No, not so I think probably they, they'll bump up Drew O'Connor. Maybe? Every winger drops down. 
Oh, yes, certainly. <laughs> when Gensel comes back. Oh, absolutely. He's going to be on the top line with Crosby. Yeah. Um, but I don't even, even with him out, I don't think that Matt Nieto is going to be on the second line, but I guess I, I don't know anything. So, uh, Drew O'Connor with Jeff Carter and Noel Achari. That's, Jeff Carter is the one bad contract that Kyle Dubas cannot, Could not get, rid cannot get rid of. Because he has a no-move clause, and he was like, I like Pittsburgh. Yeah. So he's not going fucking anywhere. Not this year. Unless and then they, he's done. Unless he magically gets injured. So, yeah, he's uh, he's only got one more year, so I guess whatever. And no one's going to try to do that. What? No other team is going to try to injure him. They're going to go out of their way. They're going to gonna be like, sure. go ahead, go right by, bud. <laughs> yep. Um. Uh, Rem Pitlick with Lars Eller and Vinny Hinestroza. The goalie will take care of you. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, buddy. You're not going to score. Nah. Um, are their fourth line. Uh, Vinny Hinestroza is just a great name. It's just such a cool it's name. It's such a I, good name. It, it really bumps me out that he hasn't, like, he's been, like, an in-betweener between the AHL and yeah, the NHL so on all the teams that he's been on. When but, it was Chicago and then Buffalo and now Pittsburgh. And now Pittsburgh. That's what he's probably getting... Unless somehow he magically he, becomes pretty good with Pittsburgh. He might be your healthy it, but, scratch once. Um, yeah, but he might get in there with injuries get, yeah, or somebody plays back, bad. Yeah. Um, I, Same with Rem. He just has like he just has such a cool name, Vinny yeah. Inestroza, that I wish he was a a real a good player. His name's not even it it is Vinny. It's not Vincent. It's Vinny. No, it's just Vinny. <laughs> That's his legal Christian name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to defense, where they have Eric Carlson with Ryan Graves on the top pairing, Chris Letang and Marcus Pedersen, uh, Chad Ruedel with Pierre Olivier, Olivier Joseph. Just say P.O. Joseph. P.O. Joseph. Um, yeah, you know, I don't know that Chad Ruedel is going to be in there. It might be Mark Friedman, but yeah, I don't know. Those guys are kind of like yeah, a little kind of the same yeah. kind of player. Um, I don't know if. It might be Latang with Graves too. I think there was some interview that Latang did that he gave the thumbs up to the Carlson trade as long as he was technically the number one defenseman. Sure, but the way things are, yeah, exactly. I think the way things will probably uh, fall with the Penguins is that they're basically going to have two first pairings and then they're barely going to play a third pairing. Right. You know, like um, between. Carlson and Latang and whoever they're paired with, those two pairings are probably going to play like fifty minutes a game, right? And then the third line is going to, or the third pairing is going to play ten minutes a game. You know, so I don't think it really matters. And then in goal, they have Tristan Jari and Alex Nijelkovic. I think Nijelkovic is better than Smith. I just want Nijelkovic to get a little bit of a win. What? What? Oh, just it's just like I just want him to be a little bit better than what he is. Maybe he will be. I don't know. I mean, the Penguins are a better team than Detroit, theoretically. 15 games played, 3.3 yeah, goals against that's average. Not good. No. You know what's crazy is Jari's numbers really aren't that bad. 47 games played, 290, 9-10, save percentage. Not that bad. No, it's not that bad. It's just he tried to play through injuries. Yeah, it really fucked him towards the yeah. end of the year. Really fucked the Penguins towards and the end of the year. because he had to he was rely like, on Casey DeSmith. And just Dustin Dukarski. Yeah, yeah. So who? I mean, Casey DeSmith is is a really streaky goalie. Fine. Sometimes he looks great. It's a fine and backup. Sometimes he looks terrible. A That's a backup. fine backup. He's a fine backup. He should not be starting that many games. No. <sighs> yeah. So we'll see. So they're um, they're in the hunt for that fourth playoff spot. 
I think they might sneak in with the addition of Carlson and their totally revamped bottom six. Their bottom six is not going to score that much, but, but it's, they're absolutely going to be defensively they're sound. Absolutely going to play defense, though. So, <laughs> which is Ellers which at is your center? Uh, you're playing defense. Yeah, which is a difference from last year, certainly, because all the guys they signed, like Eller and Nieto and Achari, all those guys play defense first, mm-hmm. and that's what the Penguins really need because. That t- the top line went fully healthy of Gensel, Crosby, Rust, uh, Smith, Malkin, Raquel. Yeah. They're going to score all your points, plus Carlson and Latang. That's right. where all the scoring is yeah, going to yeah, come yeah. from. You just have to stop teams from scoring when your bottom on pair you. is there. Yeah. yeah. And, like, that team, or the, the team defense with the bottom six playing more defensively. Much better than last year. Should help Tristan Jari, too. Mm-hmm. As you said, unless he tries to play through injuries, um, I think they'll probably get a wild card spot. Yeah, and maybe if it really starts clicking with Carlson plus the rest of the you guys, end up with that third spot. Third spot, yeah, yeah, I think third spot is their third is spot their ceiling. Their ceiling. It, unless something crazy happens, third spot is their ceiling. If something it, crazy happens, third spot is their ceiling. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> No, even if something crazy. No, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Maybe, you're probably right. Yeah, but I know. I, I, I am. But, like, by, by crazy, I mean, like, Carolina and uh, New Jersey get, like, injured to shit. Then who knows what's going to happen, you know? But I think I think third in the division is their ceiling, probable wild card spot. And, yeah. you know, they might miss the playoffs, too. I don't know. That's a possibility. It's possible. Well. It's possible. Someone who's also probably going to miss the playoffs. And our last team in the Metro... Probably going to miss the playoffs. Turn the page. The, uh, your Washington Capitals. My. Yours, yeah. Yeah. Um, they, they're another team that didn't do a ton in the offseason. Um, they did add Joel Edmondson via trade with Montreal. That mm-hmm. was for a third and a seventh round pick. They did sign Max Pacioretty for one year, $2 million, but he is... Yeah. Apparently not going to be ready for the beginning of the season. Not surprised. But he should he should be back not that far. He shouldn't rush it. He rushed it last time. He what did. happened? And what happened? He tore the Achilles again. Um, they re-signed Martin Fehavari to a three-year $2.675 million. Super I know good that's bridge. your boy. That's your boy. Super good bridge. I know you love Martin Fehavari. I love him. And they re-signed good old Tommy Wilson. Six years, five point one six million dollars. Fine, that's a fair. That's it's, a fair deal. It's a uh, underpay for the first half and an overpay for the back half. Oh, absolutely, yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. I mean, how old? he's thirty, 30 right? One? Oh no, he's twenty. Oh, okay. It, he's, it's not that bad. His play style is going to end up like he's, he's going to start yeah, breaking down yeah, eventually. Exactly. Unfortunately, he's a power forward. Right. That always happens with them. Um, but you know, I don't. I really don't think that's a bad contract for. I Tom keep Wilson. his jersey. That's true. He'll probably end his career as a as a uh, capital. I would think one player team, one team player. <laughs> Uh, speaking of which, let's look at their depth chart. Ali, Ali, uh, Ali Ovechkin. Ali, good old Ali. Uh, go Ali. Alex Ovechkin uh, with Kuznetsov and Wilson as their top line. Pretty good top line, honestly. It, if Kuznetsov if can ever, have a bounce back here. And if everyone stays healthy. Because look at too. Tom Wilson with 33 games played. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot he was hurt that, that much. He had 13 goals in those 33 games. Pretty mm-hmm. good. Pretty good. Second line of Anthony Mantha, Dylan Strom, and TJ Oshie. So, I saw this 
interview that Mantha did. So basically, because he's in a contract year, mm-hmm. he wants to like prove that he's still good. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, bud. and then sign somewhere else. <sighs> yeah, 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 that's pretty funny. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know what's happened to him. He had he when he first got to Washington, played really well, and then he got that shoulder injury. That shoulder injury. Also, he was streaky on Detroit before. That's true. He, he's always. But been, he's another guy. He's kind of a power forward too. He's always. He has been that guy where if he put just a little more effort, yeah, he'd get over the top. Oh my god, he'd be so good. Even even when he was on Detroit, like not just yeah. on Washington, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like if I you just tried a little bit more, you could really get there. It's one of those things. Just like if you actually enjoyed playing hockey. Yeah, it's so funny that like. That kind of person is in every Sport? career. Oh. No, no, every no, career. career. Yeah, because like I know some people that, well, that are like that too. It's, it's just like, like you just man, tried a little bit harder, man. If you if you just, really knock this out of the park, if you just liked your job. Yeah, you're here. Because if you were just happy, you you're here because you're good at it, not because you like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Dylan Strong. Dunstrom, he played 23 I, goals last year. I'm, not bad. Not, I like him. Yeah, he's only 26, too. Um, third line, Sonny Milano, Nick Backstrom, and... Oh. Alexi. Oh, is it Alexi? It's what just, a weird it, way to spell Alexi. Just Alexi. He's, Alexi Protoss. He's from Belarus. What do you want? That's true. That's a Belarusian way of spelling Alexi. Let, just so you guys know, it's A-L-I-A-K-S-E-I. Mm-hmm. Alexi. Mm-hmm. After you said it, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's clearly Alexi. But, like, what a weird way to spell it. To, uh, because I'm not wearing my glasses, it looks like A-L-L and not A-L-I. Oh, Al. All Lexi. Al- he is Al- all of the Lexis. Al- all Lexi? Yeah. All right. Um, and then fourth line, Joe Snively, Nick Dowd, and Nicholas Abekubel. Mm-hmm. Now, I do wonder if they're not going to try to get Nick Backstrom back with Alex Ovechkin at some point this season? Right. Because Evgeny Kuznetsov did request a trade. He requested His trade request is two years old at this point. Yeah, so... <laughs> a year and a half. Maybe they trade him? I don't know. Well... But he has two years left at $7.8 million. And no one's bit. No. I... Well, yeah, I, yeah, I bet. Well, I bet some teams have been like, how about you retain half of that and we'll talk, you know, like... And they were like, nah. Because last year he only had 12 goals and 43 assists. Now, we know that he has the ability to score more right. than that in him, but... When he had a drug problem, he was better. Yeah, get him back on cocaine. Get him back on cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> we do not con- condone uh, illegal drugs unless you do it in moderation. Uh, um, yeah, we don't... Hi, we, Mom. We don't, we don't condone drug abuse. Yeah, drug abuse. Don't abuse your drugs. No. You're fine. Get a good, get a good, get a good level in it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Alexi Protus being waiver exempt makes way more sense with how they've used him the past two years. Yeah, uh, he played 58 games, four goals, 11 assists last year. That's more than I realized he played. He yeah, ex- he he was up and down. Up a lot. and down. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to get momentum when you're up and down a lot. But when, you're, but when you're waiver exempt, you're going up and yeah, down a lot. Yeah, you're going to be up and down a lot. Because there's no penalty to sending you to the AHL. Nobody no, can take you. Exactly. So, you know. 
defensively, they got Martin Fehavari with John Carlson, Rasmus Sandin with Nick Jensen, and Joel Edmondson with uh, Trevor Van Riemsdyk. I'll be honest, not a bad-looking defense. No. If uh, John Carlson can play the entire season, mm-hmm. uh, well, he should because his skull isn't fractured anymore. He didn't get his ear blown up. He, he's, uh, that's healed. So theoretically he should, let's hope, I hope every player plays the entire season. Really, I do. Um, so let's say he does, or at least the majority of the mm-hmm. season. Honestly, pretty good looking defense. Great. I don't know about Nick Jensen on the second pairing there, but... Rasmus Sandin was very good for you guys once he came over. Jensen was has been very good when he came over, but he's getting older and is starting to fall would, off. Would a you bit. say maybe you swap uh, TVR and Nick Jensen? Have have Trevor Van Riemsdyk play with Rasmus Sandin instead? I don't know because the, I mean I I can't say that I know all of their metrics off I, the top of my I'm head. I'm having recency bias, of course, and, yeah. and watching him play over the past couple of years, and he was one of our best defensive defensemen, so keep him with Sandy. But Jensen, you mean? Yeah. But Fair enough. He's also slowed down over yeah. the past year. Yeah, I mean, so. they're the same age, too, him and TVR. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. Who knows? But honestly, still, even saying that, still pretty good defense, Yeah, I think. And then you add to that Darcy Kemper and Charlie Lindgren. Darcy Kepper had a pretty good year last he year. He had a very good year. He was uh, not the problem. 57 games played, 287 goals against, 908 save percentage. Pretty good year for Darcy Yes. Kemper. So I, And that first stretch when Kemper was injured and Lindgren played. Lindgren played all right. Lindgren played, yeah. played great. Now, the I know, defense let him down in the back half of the sure, year. But sure, sure. he started very good. So I know you said you don't think Washington will make the playoffs. I don't think they will, They're but I think team. they have an outside shot at the playoffs. Yes. I do. I think they could be, if they stay, like, mostly healthy and, like, Backstrom gets a good year in it in mm-hmm. him and Carlson gets a good year in him, I think they could sneak into the playoffs. I do. They're, Just based off of the scoring, because Ovechkin they're a is bubble, still great. They're a bubble team, and the goal is for Ovechkin to get the record. Feed the of course. man. But even that's doing all they care about. If that's their strategy, that still might sneak them in the playoffs because it's not yeah. like that motherfucker can't score. Right. Because he can. And he's like 37, he and yes. he had 42 goals last year. Right. Oh, I was right. I guessed that he was 37. I was correct. Really? I Yeah. Um, and, and look, here's the thing. If Anthony Mantha could have a bounce back year and Kuznetsov has a bounce back year, and even and, and I'm not talking... Backstrom has a bounce back year. And I'm not talking like they have 100 points. I'm talking like a Kuznetsov has like 70 80. points, 80 points, and Mantha has like 50 points. I'm looking at they Mantha could, having 40. They could, they could sneak back into the playoffs because yeah. they weren't that far out. No. Honestly. And Kemper played well. Their defense looks all right. I, I do think Washington could sneak into the playoffs. There's time where, the, like, last year they had problems with their defensive scheming, it seemed. Sure. I just where they see. just looked lost. I just want to see. How far back is Ovechkin from he the record? He theoretically does two seasons. He's at 8.22. And what what does Gretzky have, 8.92? Yeah. So he's 70 goals back. Theoretically, so he does it in two seasons. Two years? Yeah. yeah. He, could, he could do it. In a three-year contract. He could smash it. He could become the first. Honestly, I think he could he could hit 900. Yes. And then he could just retire and go play in the KHL if mm-hmm. he wants to or whatever he wants. Um, he could do it. I hope he does. 
Yeah. Honestly, as you know, as much as our teams are rival teams, I respect Alex Ovechkin. He is the best goal scorer ever. Ever. It's funny because like Ovechkin and Crosby were are so close in points. I want them to retire this year. Well, there's there's oh t- yeah, there's times in the season where they have the same amount of points. Crosby is like three or four points ahead of Ovechkin right, right now. now, or or Ovechkin is three or four points ahead of him, or Who something. Who knows? But there's multiple yeah. points times of this past <sighs> season where they're tied. In I points. would love it if they both played. I hope they both play for a lot longer. Yeah, honestly, because you know, they're both legends. But it would be amazing if both of them retired the same year and had the same amount of points. Oh, it would be amazing. And just like Ovechkin had a thousand goals and yep. Crosby had like, you know, whatever mixture that he has. And um that would be great. That would be just be like a oh my god. And if they went into the Hall of Fame the same year, like come on. You know yeah, they will. That's it. They're both first ballot Hall of Famers right if they retired right now. Mm-hmm. So Anyway, that's Washington. Um, and that's the oh, Metro. And that's, um, that, this is not even uh, bringing into the fact that they do have Max Pacioretty at some point this yeah. season. They have Pacioretty and Backstrom at some and point. And Backstrom. Well, I mean, Backstrom is cleared to play. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, I, so, I didn't realize third line center. Probably. Yeah, third line center, but I could see him getting bumped to second or third to play with Ove- or second or first to play with Ovechkin, mm-hmm. maybe. Depending on if they trade Kuznetsov if or, he, or if he plays bad again. And depending on how well he's skating. And then, he was and then they get Pacioretty, and then the, maybe that bumps down Mantha to mm-hmm. the third line, and look at that. You, you know. Then you, you don't have to play, good. and then you don't have to play Abe Kubel. Yeah. Which I feel so bad about saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Abe Kubel. These are, these are people who just jobs. They're people that are way better athletes than the two of us. But hey, guess mm-hmm. what? You're listening to us. so, And we love you for it. Thank you for Very listening, much. as always. Thank you for joining us for the third season. We hope you guys are excited to listen to this as much as we are excited to record it. I was very excited today. We're back, baby. We're back, baby. We're here for the third season in a row. Um, yeah. But we will see you next week for another uh, 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 division preview. Yep. Uh, you said you want to do the Atlantic next Atlantic. week? Atlantic. We'll be done with the East. We'll be done with the East next week, and then we'll move on to the West. We'll see if there's any news between now and then. Probably not. Probably not. But, uh, you know, who knows? Um, but thank you guys for listening. As always, we can be found wherever podcasts can be found. Um, give us a rate, review, subscribe, wherever applicable. Like us. Like us, please. Please like, like us. us. Please. Well, we know you like us. The guy, the <laughs> man or woman or whatever, or non-binary person that is listening, uh, like us. Not, don't say thing. I'm uh, talking about the dogs that listen. That's true. Ruthie has been listening to us this entire time. Um, uh, tell your friends. Tell your family. We're talking. Oh, before we go, this beer is really good. Oh, it's so yeah, yummy. This beer is really really good. So if you guys uh, can find Dogfish Head, uh, Mandarin and Mango Crush, go get it. It's real good. Um, we'll see you next week. Same puck time. Same puck place. Goodbye. Bye-bye.